0: All right, we're trying this again, making it happen. Good morning, everybody. Again, excited to have you here live with us this morning. It is October 4th, 2018, and excited to have Darren on here. Yes, we just jumped off. We're coming back on. Uh, as we all know, you guys have you guys have been part of this. Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't here with Facebook Live. So, all right, we got Darren here. We're going to go ahead and add you. Bring them on camera. Yes. Darren, it should be sending you a call. Just... Accepted there. Good morning, Tori. There it is. What up?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta try twice, right? Dude, what is happening, Josh? What's going on, brother? Dude, I'm
0: doing incredible. How are you, man?
1: Man, I'm doing good. You know, hey, uh, now that we have the whole technology thing figured out, dude, this is all (laughs) about
0: It is pretty cool, right? It makes it simple. People can see us live. It's just, you know, the technology that's coming, we talk about tech a lot in the mortgage industry, a ton. I mean, uh, you know, it's changing the the way loan officers work. And I mean, we can talk about that later, but it's cool. Things like this, where we can interact live and other loan officers from across the country can jump on, see what we're talking about. It's just kind of cool, but it's glitchy as hell. It's so glitchy. Like it's so, it's amazing how, you know, Facebook is leading the way when it comes
1: to social media, but there's so many problems with it. It's like, Well, we'll get it figured out.
0: So, but man,
1: it's actually a great point, Josh, because man, technology is no different than going out there and meeting with referral partners, right? Some people, they a little, you know, it's a little different. It gets you outside of your comfort zone. But, you know, once you break through it, man, and you're just patient and you're just adamant about it, man, that's where you know, you leave 90% of the people, you know, in in your rear view mirror uh, because most people won't do stuff like this. Right. And and quite frankly, that's where a lot of people struggle going out there and making relationships because it might be, you know, it's, it's getting them out of their box. Right. It's getting them a little bit uncomfortable. And as everyone knows, you got to get a little bit.
0: Looks like you had a call come through. We're all used to that. It's all good. We'll give (laughs) There it is. Uh, you had a phone call come through. I bet. Yep. All yep. Right, cool. Exactly. So you were saying we you have to get uncomfortable. Go back to that. As
1: as the call was coming. Yeah. In. Yeah. So it's just like anything, man. You got to get a little bit uncomfortable to go out there and break free. You know, make those relationships, maintain those relationships, because that's uh, you know, we always talk about having, you know, like your morning you know, your ritual, right? You go out there, you do the things necessary in order to build and maintain your relationships. And sometimes, you know, that can be a little bit awkward for people. But uh, man, once you push through that, just like technology and even handling your staff, hiring and training, dude, it's just it's just part of growth, right?
0: So true. We
1: haven't even gotten in the call yet, guys.
0: And, you're, and Darren is dropping bombs on us already. This is awesome. I mean, yeah. we're literally 30 seconds into this call and Darren is dropping wisdom. So I've got to tell you, as I introduce my incredible friend, Darren, and he, he kind of knows this, but many of you, some of you, I shared this story. So Darren was actually a mentor, a leader, an example to me as I was making a transition early on in my career. And he was one of those leaders that was just truly, he exemplified what a loan officer, what a leader should be in the mortgage industry. And I saw, he really sparked, I, I've always been passionate about the industry, but Darren gave me this vision and gave me this, hey, you can achieve anything you want. If you go after, like he was just talking about. So, I, I cannot tell you how excited I am to have Darren Copeland join us this morning and talking about. So, I mean, Darren, you've been in this industry for a long time. How long have you been in the industry now?
1: Man, hey, I appreciate the kind words, Josh, man. We, we've known each other for several years, dude. No, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, so, 15 years now. So, we've been rolling this 15 years, man, and it's uh, it's been quite the ride, right? You know, we've seen you know, the ups and downs, we've seen the crash, we've seen market compression, you know, we've seen all these things. So, uh, yeah, dude, we, you know, now that, uh, now that I've been in this for a while, you know, I like to use the word veteran instead of old. But Yeah, man, we've been doing this for a a super long time, man. But uh, I couldn't be happier, man, just the things I've learned over the years, you know, from different coaches that I have. And then uh, now even, you know, I know we'll talk about this in a little bit, but even coaching others now is, uh, man, I just truly have you know a passion for it and the one thing that i'm still really into josh is man i still like having my own production team because i love that fact of just having that super solid foundation because dude that is one thing that people can never take away from you Amen. whether it's you know you know your company competition or whatever man no one can take away your relationship so uh man i've just had so many friends of mine over the years go into like the non-producing role and then you have something like this happen where the the uh, margin compressions are here and that's the first thing companies start lopping off is middle management right totally so uh just one thing brother that i can't emphasize enough is you never want to completely give a get away from your personal production and that doesn't mean you can't have you know your loan partners and your processors and your team to go out there and handle all that stuff for you but you still need to have a thumb on your business so Uh, No matter what the market is, man, you're still in the game.
0: That's so smart. And it's so, I see so many loan officers, so many coaches that I've even talked to. And we're going to get into coaching here in a few minutes for sure. But even these coaches who are popping up all over the country, um, they're, they're throwing away their production. And even coaches, I've even got some flack for bringing people on on the show who haven't actually been loan officers, and they're trying to coach within the industry. So there's there's some there's ideas, and there's some people who say this and that about that. But again, we'll talk about coaching. But I, I could not agree with you more. You have to be to be relevant as a coach within the industry. You still have to produce. Whether you're yep. whether you're, it doesn't matter if you're doing 20 plus loans a month. Maybe you're only doing four or five loans a month. But you you understand what it takes to be a loan officer. The industry is changing. We talked about technology. We talked about you know, what the guidelines, regulations, things that change all the time. The one constant in our industry is change. Like it's going to change. So to actually understand what it takes for a loan officer to take an application through clear to close, like you gotta, you gotta be in it. So I totally agree with you. So with that being yeah. said, you talked about your team and this is, I want to touch on it real quick and have to take a ton of time, but you work with your wife. How is that working? Yeah. How is that relationship? Because a lot of people are like, Because a lot of people know that I work with my wife as well. She's not on the loan production side, but she helps me with a lot. People are like, you're
1: crazy. How do you do that? So tell us a little bit about that relationship and how that works. Right, right. So for those of you who may or may not know me, so my wife Liz, aka Chili Pepper. Chili Pepper. If you have, you'll you'll meet her at some events or somewhere, you know, out there. But, man, she has just been an absolute blessing. Now, to be fair, Josh, it took me like, you know, that was a recruiting process as well, man. So that actually took me a year or two to convince her that, to come over and that we could work together because, and you know how it is, you know, with your spouse, you know, she can be like, well, I ain't working for you or you're not going to be my boss. I'm like, <laughs> okay, all right. I get it. I get it. You know, totally cool. But uh, man um, just for the need that I had, you know, on the operations side and accounting side and, and, you know, she can, she can do everything, but she's just a huge blessing. But also what that ties into Josh is my why. And I think, When people are perfectly clear about their why, man, that clarity is such power because once you're clear on exactly what you want to do and why things are so important to you, then you can build on from there. uh, Because what I've seen is where people really get caught in the minutiae is, man, if they're not really clear on what they want to be, you know, whether it's a loan officer or a branch manager or they think they want to be a branch manager, man, that clarity literally can hold them in. Uh, in purgatory for months, years, you know, a decade i mean it's it 's kind of crazy, but just getting back to my why is man Josh, I am just so clear on that, and it comes to down a couple things is you know my wife, chili pepper, my son drew, um uh, man, I do everything for that and it 's not it 's not all about the money, and money yes is it 's good and it 's important that 's all that, but man, money gives you choices, okay. So when it comes to the choices that you have and your why, well, I want to be able to live life on my own. I don't want to have to answer to, you know, the man, right? So that comes down to having your referral partners that's always generating revenue, with, no matter what the market's doing, right? Um, because I do it for my family, man. You know, we want to travel. Uh, Chili Pepper and I were on, we just knocked out uh, Stadium 19 on the baseball tour. So we got 11 more stadiums to hit. Um, it's about Drew going to private school and just, you know, going on cruises and just doing all that fun stuff, but man, it doesn't, you know, here's where the problem is, is outsiders look at that and go, Oh man, DC, man, you've got it easy, uh, you know, life is really, you know, man, you, you're really lucky, man. I tell you what, Josh, if you want to get me fired up, dude, that one word lucky just drives me crazy, <laughs> dude, because people don't see on the back end. All the work that we've put in over the years, all the the heartache, all the betrayals, all this other stuff that, yeah, it looks like we're doing really good, but a lot of people aren't willing to go through what we've done uh, in order to make that happen. But, man, if there's just one thing that you guys could jot down uh, out of this call, man, that word clarity. Make sure you're absolutely clear on what you want to do and why you want to do it. And, uh, dude, that, uh, that's your, uh, springboard to, uh, your future success.
0: Amen to that. Having that clarity, having that why,
1: like family, like you said,
0: that's a lot of our why behind what we do, being able to spend time with them. So many loan officers that I coach that I've worked with. That's one of the things we get to enjoy in the industry is that freedom, but to get to that freedom, there's so many loan officers that I talk to who are doing, you know, onesie twosies that want that freedom. And I'm like, Hey, you got to bust your ass. Like it takes work to get to that, to that level where you have the income freedom and the time freedom. You can't expect it in your first year of being a loan officer. It ain't going to happen. Like you really got to put in the time you got to put in the effort. So I absolutely agree with you there. And speaking of your, what, I mean, perfect. Why uh, transitioning into your, what, what are you doing? What, what has been that, that factor that's really made it and made your career made you successful?
1: Man, so we we have a saying that we use that I I really like, and it goes something like this. The the LO who has the most friends makes the most money, okay? So the LO who has the most friends makes the most money, man. And it just always comes down. We have a rule here in our office. It's called the ABC rule, and it's just always be cool, all right? (laughs) (laughs) And a a lot of people don't follow that uh, in the the industry, but always be cool with your referral partners. So really, I would say – The one thing that's helped us just dominate our local market is kind of almost like being a mini celebrity. So over the years, we've done a lot with videos. We've done uh, a lot with social media. uh, We do a lot of uh, events, you know, happy hours. And, you know, basically at the end of the day, Josh, you know, our referral partners, they don't care about what company you're with. They don't care about the programs you have as long as you close their deals, you know, timely. Uh, They don't really care about your rates as long as you're not you know, outlandishly out of the market, man. At the at the end of the day, if people realize that your referral partners, in this case, realtors, they are your clients, dude. All you have to do is love on them. You just love on them, and and what has helped us is every single week we have a plan of a touch point of man. I wish people would stop calling. I know, calls. right? There we go. Um, but but we would have a, uh, you know, we'd have this plan of. Touch point, you know, with these people, whether whether it's uh, giving them swag or just loving on them, taking them to happy hours, lunch, whatever that is, man. But uh, we we have just gotten so deep with these people because what a lot of people need to realize: you don't need fifty realtors in order to have a really stellar career in this business, right? Totally. Okay, you you, you don't. You just need a very reasonable number of agents that are feeding your family. And man, acknowledge that, man. Tell them how much you appreciate them because they are literally feeding your family. So uh, just be cool with them. You know, I, I, I hear a lot of times that LOs, they don't lo- like working with real, with real estate referrals. Josh, the only problem is they just haven't found the right ones to work with yet, okay? Amen. You, you Dude, you have to troll through some to find those needles in the haystack. But man, I'm telling you, They're out there, and you just have to be adamant about it. And then once you find them, man, you just love the living heck out of them. And I like to get my staff involved because I've been truly blessed of putting together a rock star staff over the years. And, man, I made a lot of mistakes, you know, getting there. But uh, so they all know my staff too. So, you know, we like to get everyone around them. So it's not just me or Chili Pepper, but it's, you know, it's our processors. It's our loan partners. I mean, they know everyone. So, That right there, I I think that's the biggest thing as far as if you truly want to dominate your market is you need to come up with a plan like I did, whether it's the videos, the social media, and just loving on on these people and truly caring about them. They they don't really care about all the high-tech stuff. As long as they like you, man, you're good. Totally we're good to go. So let me let me expound on this because I, I love what you're talking about
0: here. And I get this question a lot from loan officers is because we're talking about loving on and we're talking about happy hour doing this. It's not all about the money. I have so many loan officers who think they have to spend money, which again, that's a total gray area in our industry anyway that can get you in all kinds of trouble. You don't have to spend money to really solidify that relationship, true or false.
1: You know what? I think it really comes down to... Um... I I think it really comes down to the individual agent. Do we help uh, agents on some marketing stuff dollar-wise? Man, we do. We do. But here's the difference in agents is in our first meeting or two with agents, if they ask me for money, that's a major red flag, even before we've even done a deal together, right? So the agents that we currently partner with, they are more like, man, Copeland, we really don't need your money, but this is what we're thinking about doing that's going to benefit both of us, and then we measure that. You know, I actually tell them the revenue on each loan, <clears throat> and we we uh, get together once a month, and we actually see what the return on investment is. Man, that's a true relationship right there. But if it's someone that just wants to get a couple hundred bucks out of you on their uh, on their Zillow, and, uh, and you have no idea whether it's working or not, dude, that's a complete waste of money. So just... Just be real adamant on those people who ask money in the very beginning because we always like to tell people, hey, man, you know what? Let's date a little bit before we get married. And what, uh, you know, I use this as kind of a, a weeding out process as well with some agents is if they're upfront and say, hey, you know, can we sponsor this? I'm like, hey, you know what, Josh, let's do this. Let's close one or two deals together. Let's make sure that we work well together. Let's make sure our staffs work well together. And then I have no problem taking some of that revenue and investing in some of, uh, whether it's Zillow or realtor.com, whatever you want to do. But, man, I, I would caution anyone on just throwing money out in the very beginning because those people who ask for money, do they're they're the most non-loyal people ever. So make sure they have a little bit of uh, time and skin in the game as well.
0: Totally. And like you said, you got to date somebody. You have to. It, we are in a relationship business. The last thing you want right. is starting to throw some money. It's like dating. You don't want to go buy them a wedding ring right out the gate. You don't know if they're going to walk <laughs> off with that ring. Like You, you can't be doing yeah. that. And, and, no. and, and I really like something that you said, I actually did this and I, I can't remember if it was you actually, I think it was either you or Kenneth Travis talked about this years ago um, was actually sitting down and breaking and basically breaking out the numbers with my referral partners. And I did this and, and something I still do. I'll sit down with my real, my referral partners that again, I'm going to be doing any type of cooperative marketing with, and I'll show them the dollars say, okay, if we get one deal, Here's what it's, if it's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar loan. Here's what I'm going to bring in. Here's how much you're going to make on the deal. So let's you know let's make sure we're all on the same page here to make sure again it's it's equal. It's got to be mutually beneficial for this to work for all of us because it can't be one side. If it's a true relationship, it can't be one sided, right?
1: Right, exactly. And also, you want to keep track of like so. We just uh, one of our big teams here in Kansas City. We just sent them a three hundred seventy five thousand uh, dollar purchase. Okay, well in Kansas City, dude, that's a big deal. Heck yeah. Okay, a three. house. That's a big deal. So, we also put that in the income part as far as return for them because if it wasn't for us, they wouldn't have just gotten that $11,000 commission check. So, sometimes you just have to give them a friendly reminder of, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Agent, yes, we got the loans and the investment here, but also we pulled a you know, we pulled a buyer for you. So here's another $11,000 that's in your return. So, you know, you got to keep them uh, top of mind on that stuff. And, and th-
0: I think that's brilliant. You have to keep them top of mind. Some This relationship and kind of this mindset that's in the industry that, oh, loan officers have to work with me as a real estate agent. Like I'm doing them a favor working with them. Hey, it goes both ways. And again, sometimes you just have to remind them, hey, I just sent you 11 grand. Like, you're welcome. Like yep. That's what we're in. We're in this together. We're in this as a team. So, and that uh, right. And we're, I mean, we're already 15 minutes in. Hopefully you've got a few more minutes because I want to get into this side real quick before we, before we get into uh, the challenge, of course, for the day. But let's talk about coaching real quick because you, you, are, you are associated, you are working with some incredible people. Kenneth Travis, I've mentioned, uh, Sean, Kellen Vaughn, Shane, the Next Level LO, you guys have a big event coming up here in November uh, down in Las yep. Vegas. And we actually have, the guys, this isn't like the Next Level LO week because next week we have Kenneth we have Sean, we have some great people, but let's talk about coaching real quick because I get this question asked a lot is, Josh, there are so many coaches popping, or popping up all across the country. There's tons of coaches here and there. You know, how do I know who to work with? Who should I work with? What should I be looking for in a coach? Is it all about just the lead gen that they're providing? What is it
1: when it comes to finding a coach that you would recommend? Man, so there's, there's two things, and thank you, Josh, for that question. Man, there, there's two things on, on that front, right? One, I, what I would say to these people is, you want to be very, very careful as far as if you're looking for a coach. Make sure that you're not uh, going into a coaching company that's really mass. It's a recruiting company massed as a coaching company. Okay, make sure that their recruiting isn't number one on the back end, but then they mass themselves as a coaching group. Okay, so be very, very cognizant of that. And then also, I man, we see, we see this in all industries, right? Whether it's real estate, mortgage insurance whatever you want to be very careful on the pretend experts so make sure that this isn't some loan officer that uh lost their personal production or they're just not producing anymore because there's a lot of people and i see this all the time on the real estate side is oh my gosh i you know i can't sell any houses so i think i'm going to become a coach okay so make sure you don't want to get hooked up with some uh, person who might not have, has a, you know, written a loan in 10 years because heck man, if, if you could fog a mirror 10 years ago, you could make a half a million dollars in this business. Sure. I mean, that was ridiculous. So the the mortgage business from back in 08 is not what it is currently. So yeah, maybe someone did good way back in the day, but they have no clue on how to run a business in today's environment. So, um, and then also, you know, with, with, I've been very blessed with, you know, the guys that you just mentioned uh, with next level loan officer is, you want to be hooked in with people that are actually still doing it on a daily basis. Okay. On a weekly basis. Now uh, they might have their teams doing most of the, of the, of the, you know, the grunt work and that's fine. That's very, very important stuff. But man, if if someone isn't uh, involved, they're just really removed. So my biggest uh, man, my biggest uh, advice Josh is make sure that you're going to work with a coach that knows what they're talking about and still has the pulse on the business in today's environment. I totally agree. With and I love that. It's probably the best advice when it comes to finding a coach. So
0: incredible. And like I said, we're going to be talking a lot more about coaching in the next upcoming weeks. And again, if you guys want to be part of the next level loan officers, uh, it's November 7th through the 9th or 8th through the 9th.
1: Yes. November 7th and 8th. and, 7th and 8th. Uh, I, Yeah. 7th and 8th. Uh, Josh, we have, we have a link for you. So you, can, uh, you can drop it on the membership side. Perfect. Uh, people can look at that because, uh, We've got a great uh, deal on a block of brooms at the Mirage, so uh, you can drop that. Dude, it's <clears throat> literally, Josh, <laughs> for the price, I guarantee these folks are gonna get one or two nuggets that they can take back into their business and implement to have a, a stellar 2019. Uh, and plus it's in Vegas, right? Totally. You know, it's, it's, so you know, come and learn, get some really good foundational things that you can implement in your business for the year 2019. And uh, dude it 's just like an absolute no, no brainer
0: it 's going to be so much fun i 'm going to be there for all those and now, I want to mention this because i 've had a few other coaches reach out. I mean we had military uh, mortgage boot camp on here yesterday. We had Michael Fisher. I have a lot of different coaches on here and i 've got some flack from it. but guys, I want to showcase everybody because Darren mentioned this too we all we all do different business a little bit differently we all we all connect with people differently and you may connect with Darren and Next Level and Kenneth and all those guys differently and you may find somebody else. That's okay. I just want to show you that there's plenty of options and we can work together. Now, like Darren mentioned, there's a few people that I probably won't have on my show. I'm okay, if I, I'm okay with offending some people and frankly and honestly, there's some people that, again, they're not in the trenches. So I don't truly believe that they should be coaching those people. So I, I love this, Darren. Very excited for Next Level LO. It's going to be a lot of fun. And with that, we're 20 minutes in. I appreciate your time. Let's get the challenge for the day. So what challenge do you have for our loan officers today?
1: Man, so here, here's my challenge. And this is one of my, my favorite ones because I'm a morning person. So my challenge for you guys, <clears throat> not only today, but for the next 30 days, I want you guys to do this for the next 30 days, okay? So it's my morning routine that I do. So literally every single day, Josh, you know, Monday through Friday, is I have my morning scripted out, okay? So Chili Pepper and I, I don't know if you guys have them, but most of you guys have them around your markets, but we joined a uh, gym called Orange Theory, okay? So Orange Theory is like the newest rave when it comes to working out, personal coach, having your heart monitor, so you can really track and get your stats and make sure you're working out. So I really think being physically fit and feeling good about yourself is important. So I want you guys on your challenge to come up with a one-hour your morning ritual, okay, to go out there so you can. I call it like it's like putting your body armor on for the day. So if something bad happens or something it just kind of pings off you or whatever, it doesn't really stick. But start off with working out, read something spiritual to get your mind right, okay? So spiritually or business, and do, do something fun for like 10 minutes. Like for me, it's like checking my fantasy football or my fantasy baseball lineups or something like that. Right. So, you know, for an hour, your challenge is is just to get your body and your mind, right. So when you're going out there, you're feeling good about yourself. And literally literally you'll be like a new person if you do that for 30 days in a row. So get your workout in, get your spiritual business reading in, uh, do something fun to treat yourself, but compact that in an hour and, dude, you'll be off rocking and rolling and be uh, out there killing it, Josh. Dude, that is an incredible challenge. Many of you know
0: that I've been on a big fitness kick. And I love that because you don't have to do physical fitness for an hour. There's a lot of people that are like, I don't want to go to the gym for an hour. You don't have to. You can do 30 minutes of, of some physical routine whatever it is. Then do some reading and throw 15 minutes of reading, 10 minutes of fun. You can have a routine that it doesn't have to be like, oh, you can't dread your morning routine, right? You have to, be, you have to get up. look forward like yes the next hour is going to be my kick-ass hour i'm getting pumped i'm getting ready for the day so i love that incredible challenge dc i cannot thank you enough for joining us man and we're going to have you guys on again i appreciate you the example the leader you've been to me and the influencer you are in the entire industry so i thank you so much for joining us this morning my friend i love you thanks thanks for having me guys really appreciate thank you man hey guys this is the another episode of the daily lo life we're here for you we want to help you grow we want to help you succeed and guys like dc and myself are here any questions you have reach out to us we hope you have a great day we love you we appreciate you go crush it thanks dc see you soon man you, brother.